Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Hello and welcome back. I am super happy to be on here talking with you today. The last couple months, as you know, I've been taking a break from the podcast. I moved out of my house, packed everything up, put it into storage, went to Mexico to travel for the winter, and then the plan was to go on to Spain to walk the Camino de Santiago in the spring. But the universe had other plans, and the last two months have been a total roller coaster. So what happened? The basic summary, which I'm sure you saw from the title of this podcast, is that I did go to Mexico. We got settled in Mexico on the beach. It was glorious. We spent six weeks down there. But I started having some strange medical symptoms, and I had a really out-of-this-world spiritual experience that I'm going to describe in this episode. And I went and got some testing done and found out that I have cancer. And the treatment for the cancer that I have is going to take a couple months. It's quite extensive. And so we had to pack everything up and make our way back to the United States. So I am broadcasting today from my new home because we had to get a new place in Oregon, where I'm from. It has been just an incredible learning experience. I have a really unusual perspective on this health crisis I'm experiencing, on the dramatic shifting of my plans. And I really want to share that because I think it could be amazingly helpful for someone out there who is experiencing their own health crisis or just a massive change of plans that they didn't expect. First of all, we were absolutely enjoying our time in Mexico. We were set up on this gorgeous beach, paddleboarding every day, and I would sit on the beach and meditate regularly. And one day, probably about a month into our our being in Mexico, I was meditating and this extremely bright, light, white energy came through. It was extremely powerful. It felt like, it felt amazing. It felt like just love. It was really beautiful. And it began communicating with me. Now this communication, if you've ever had uh, a communication in a meditation with an energy or a being, it's not exactly in words. It's kind of telepathic in a way. But basically this energy communicated to me that I had reached one of my soul's exit points in this life and that it was up to me whether I wanted to take it, that I had a choice. And what was so incredible about this experience was that the energy actually showed me very briefly what it would feel like if I did choose to pass on to the other side and take this exit point. And it felt amazing. It felt like, it just felt like being completely enveloped in love and joy. And it was 
absolutely beautiful and extremely vivid. And so it, it, it was a real choice, actually. It was a real true choice point. And in this, in this meditation, in this experience, I did, you know, actually contemplate, like, it would be so beautiful to go ahead into this, the other side, this beautiful, loving, light space. But then I remembered, (laughs) and this is where we kind of get back to my intuition experiment from the last episode. Then I remembered that when I started my intuition experiment in August, one of the intentions that I set with it was that I would expand as much as possible in this lifetime. That was one of my intentions, to expand as much as possible. And that came to me as I was in this communication with this energy. And I, I realized you know, I've come so far, I'm already here, I'm already human. Like, let's see how far I can go with this. I communicated, no, I, I want to keep growing, I want to keep expanding, I want to see what I can do in this life beyond what I already have. And the energy communicated to me, okay, that is your choice. Are you sure? Because it's going to be really difficult. I... Yeah, I was just very sure. I felt very confident that I was ready for whatever that challenge was that was being described. And the energy said, okay, well then just know that it's not your time. And that was it. And I came out of that meditation and just furiously journaled it all out because I, it just, <sighs> I mean, even for me with all of you know my channeling and my tapping in, this felt pretty extreme. <laughs> Basically, this energy had just told me that, like, I could choose whether or not I wanted to die. You know, it was it was very intense. And I and I even my ego, of course, picked up and was like, did you just make this up? Is this just some kind of like strange protective mechanism? But just two days later, I started having some very strange medical symptoms And I'm not going to go into the details of that because they're really personal. I will say that I have cervical cancer and I will be going through two months of chemotherapy and radiation to cure it. That's about as far for now as I want to go into the details of that. But basically, I began having medical symptoms that were worrisome. And as soon as they started, I just thought, whoa, this is is it. This is what that energy was talking about. So... Very quickly, when I started having these symptoms, I knew I needed to go to a doctor. And we managed to find an internist in a city about two hours away that spoke English, which was a huge, a huge thing because the language barrier. I mean, we speak a little Spanish, but not fluent enough to understand and relay medical symptoms and medical advice. So it was really important that we found someone that spoke English. And we did very easily, quickly. And he actually got me right in. I had all of the tests that I could have in Mexico within just about, I mean, 24 hours, really. It was incredible. You know, in the United States, for those of you who live in the United States and are listening, you know, it's like it takes, everything takes time. You get the, you see the doctor, then you have a test and then you wait and then you have another test and then you wait. And it's this whole process of getting my diagnosis could have taken weeks if I were in the United States. It took less than 48 hours in Mexico. And I firmly, firmly believe that the reason that I was, well, one of the reasons that I was so guided 
to go to Mexico at this time was because it would be quicker and easier for me to receive this diagnosis. And I'm not sure, well, I'll never know, but I'm not sure that if I wasn't in Mexico that I would have noticed what was going on with me as quickly, which means the cancer would have had time to grow and spread and become more advanced before I noticed it. So it's really interesting the way that my intuition and following my intuition the way that I agreed to, so basically following whatever my intuition tells me, it led me right where I needed to be. So (laughs) it was definitely um, a huge process getting ourselves from Mexico back to the United States into a new home. We had to rent a new place. While there were a there were a ton of difficult emotions associated with this, and I, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. The serendipity of so much of it has been striking every step of the way. As we drove back up through California to Oregon, if you live on the West Coast, you know that there have been some major snowstorms, rainstorms, and we were driving up right when that was all happening. And just literally the day that we needed to drive through the mountains where we would potentially be stuck and not be able to get home, the snow cleared for one day and we were able to drive through and get get back to Oregon, which is uh, where our friends and family, that's home for us. So that was incredible. The timing was just amazing. And then as soon as we got back to Oregon, There was a gigantic snowstorm (laughs) that would have kept us from getting where we needed to be. Another serendipitous thing was that when we got back to Oregon, I was able to get in for my first appointment with the cancer specialists here just the day before the snowstorm started. And then (laughs) the other thing that's just that blows my mind is that there's one group that specializes in gynecologic oncology between basically Portland, Oregon and Sacramento, California. That's a huge, a huge hundreds and hundreds of miles. And that group that specializes in the exact kind of cancer I have is right here in my hometown. And I actually moved into a place that is just about, I mean, walking distance from from the Cancer Institute. So it's just been really interestingly serendipitous the way that things have worked themselves out. And of course, I've been following my intuition every step of the way. So as far as processing what's been happening with me, I mean, my entire life, I just turned my life on edge moving to Mexico and then I or turned it over and then I've turned it over again you know, leaving Mexico, moving back to Oregon, beginning this completely new journey with a health issue. I've, I've never actually had health issues in my life. I've always been very healthy. So this is a totally new experience for me. One of the big things that I've been doing that I think is so essential is I've been allowing myself to feel 100% all of the painful emotions that are coming up with this experience. And let me tell you, there are a ton, a ton. I stop what I'm doing so many times throughout the day 
and just cry and cry and cry. And I allow myself to cry, you know, hours if I need to. I'm just absolutely letting my emotions come up, move through me and move out. And the reason that sometimes I'll cry for hours is because this situation is so big that it is bringing in emotions that big. But the beauty of it is when I'm naturally done crying, I feel fine. I come out of that crying and I feel centered and I feel okay. And so there's real power in allowing that pain to move in, up, and through me, to allow it to happen. That's one of the big things that I I think is really, really, really helping me. And then another thing that's helping me is right off the bat, right from the beginning, from the moment that I received my diagnosis, I, I knew that I needed to embrace and love every part of myself, including the part of myself where the cancer is growing. I know that it's very popular um, culturally to say, you know, fuck cancer, we're going to beat this cancer. You know, there's this sort of um, fighting mentality around cancer. And that is absolutely okay. It's okay. I think for some people that really works. But that didn't resonate with me at all. For me, saying fuck cancer, I'm going to fight this cancer, to me that feels like it's coming from fear. And I do not want to be approaching this situation with fear. I think it's so important that I embrace this situation as part of my path, as an experience that can bring me expansion. And more than that, I think it's so important for me, again, this is what's working for me, it's not going to work for everyone, but it, it feels so important to embrace and love the part of my body where this cancer is growing. I'll tell you right now, in my case, I know for a fact that I have ignored and in many ways almost disowned the part of my body where this cancer is growing because of past trauma. Now, I've done work around the trauma that I'm talking about, that I'm referring to, but it's deep. It's really deep. And I can see now how I have not embraced that part of me. And for me, I believe that that's part of why that area is where this cancer showed up. I think that this is forcing me to pay attention to and embrace and send love and light to that part of my body and holistically embrace it the way that I do the rest of my body. So yeah, it's been, it's been a powerful, powerful couple of months. There's honestly just so much wisdom coming from the experience that I'm having right now. Another big thing that's coming out of this is how to manage triggers big triggers in the moment. Because as many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I spent two years of my life taking care of my mom who was dying of cancer. I was her primary caretaker for a long time. So I took her to all of her doctor appointments. I took her for all of her tests. I took her for her chemo. I took her for her radiation. So every step of this process, this cancer process for me is a trigger. Because those memories 
of caring for my mom are so challenging and so triggering. And so I'm also getting this sort of crash course in managing triggers and working through triggers. Yeah, I'm just learning so much. And I have to believe that that's part of the purpose of this. You know, I said that I wanted to expand as much as possible. And I think that this is helping me expand. And hopefully by sharing about this in a public way, which I'm going to continue doing, hopefully that will help someone else out there to get through a situation like this more easily. I think that there are so many spiritual lessons in this situation that I'm learning and that I'm going to be able to share. The future episodes, I'm still absolutely going to be talking about spirituality, just to be clear. The focus is not going to shift, but I will definitely be relaying spiritual lessons that are coming up through this process. Thank you so much for listening. I think I'm going to leave this episode there today. That's the big update. I will be back once a week again with episodes from now on. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you're the first one that gets them. If you would like to leave a review, I would so appreciate that. It's such a huge help. If you do leave a review, send me a message on Instagram and let me know, and I will send you a little uh, one-card oracle card or tarot card reading. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you so much, and I love you all. Have a beautiful week.